You're listening to DraftKings Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another amazing Cooligans podcast in your ear, on your eyes, in your eyes. <laughs> on there, <okay. laughs> be, be, be careful. <laughs> be careful where you put it. Don't blink, bro. <laughs> uh, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Easy Cooligans, buddy. We yeah. got a killer show today. We got a guest, bro. We got a guest. We uh, My man came through from the Major League Soccer offices, which are nearby. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. We We're have- inside. We held a boom box outside of the MLS office, so he came down. It was just the Cooligans episode <laughs> blasting. Okay. It's in your eyes. Uh, <laughs> Look at <laughs> But we are going to be joined by Ali Curtis. He is the senior uh, vice president of MLS Next Pro, but you may also remember him uh, as the general manager for uh, the New York Red Bulls. He also was Toronto FC. sporting director of, of Toronto FC, so this man has uh, built some, uh, some clubs and now he is, you know, now involved in building the future of uh, Major League Soccer. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's going to be coming through in a, in a minute, and we'll talk about that. It's, I would, I'm, I think it's safe to say this is the wildest interview he's ever done. I, without, without a doubt, yeah. It, it, this happens all the time yeah. where people, like uh, you know, high up people, executive people, right. come in uh, and meet us, and yeah. they're initially like, okay, they ask their their hand, they're like, what'd you get me into? Yeah. You yeah. see it in their eyes. They look at them like, um, <laughs> you told them how much twenty? How we only got five? <laughs> But and then they warm up. They warm up, and they're like, okay, this is now the best interview I've, I've ever done. I think done. we put a lot of pressure on people. They think they have to come in and be funny. I'm like, no, 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 we'll take care of it. Nah, bro, <laughs> we I, know none of you are funny. <laughs> no, but we'll then he turned out to be really he funny. He was hilarious. So, yeah, it was a lot of good time. Uh, uh, so good we'll, time. we'll talk to him in a little bit about the MLS Next Pro playoffs that are happening uh, this weekend. Uh, so uh, a lot to go over with him. But we have to start today's show by talking about FIFA, because FIFA is out here trying to... <laughs> okay. That's when you say FIFA, you can't say saying. FIFA without. Yeah. All right, that's just the rule. By the way, we're gonna talk about. Oh. <laughs> you FIFA. gotta give it a second to the, so they the, the whole time. FIFA. <laughs> okay, this is the, the documentary. Yeah. On. What is FIFA done now? <laughs> uh, FIFA has decided uh, when it comes to the, the the next World Cup, the 2030 World Cup, uh, on who will host it, and this is a this is a. We'll, we'll go down the whole rabbit hole. But and uh, everybody eats. <laughs> everybody eats because yep. Morocco, Portugal, and Spain will host the 2030 World Cup with Uruguay, but- Argentina, <laughs> and Paraguay hosting the first three games to mark the tournament's 100-year anniversary. I'm Which re- I get. Look, Uruguay hosted the first ever tournament in 1930. Uh-huh. Right? USA finished third. <laughs> Okay. okay. Finished third, England. Uh, so okay, hundred years. Yeah. Give them a little bit of a of a hey, 
muchísimas gracias. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, hey, yeah. thank you. Just a you little will. like, hey, I remembered your birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you think we forgot your 100-year birthday, Grandma? <laughs> no, we're here. <laughs> well, am I a terrible grandson? <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Come on. Come on, Gam Gam. <laughs> you know? Is that what we're calling the World Cup now? Gam Gam? <laughs> That's the MLS World Cup, bro. Um, the World Cup. Uh, the, the you think I forget my babushka? <laughs> <laughs> huh? The that, that World Cup. Yeah, uh, yeah. I will eat that World Cup. But well, first of all, how does Paraguay get into this? But was Paraguay one of the host nations? Never. Or? I don't. I, I don't know. Not that the, I know of. I don't know all the details of why these. How many stadiums Paraguay got <laughs> that can host the World Cup? Like two. Right. So, well, look. But the plan here is to, to for the, those three countries to for, appease for their first three games. Um, it, it'll to host it in those countries. So obviously, you they play those games in South America, and then in the winter, in the is that what it is? In the it's winter, a summertime tournament. Oh, that's summer right, that's South right. America. It's their winter. It's winter. Uh, so they were going to be flying after those initial matches. They're gonna be <laughs> carajo, bro, because now you go all the way across the the planet. Yeah, and a lot of these players play in Europe, uh-huh. so they go to South America, play one game, and travel and doesn't travel. take anything out of players. <laughs> well, uh, all the way back uh, to uh, to another continent. Um, just a, 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 I mean, it's it sounds like a pretty dumb plan. I mean, with not taking into much consideration the you know what the players have to go through to to do this, but they they see that you know just they, they see the dollar signs, and obviously, the more World Cups locations, the more opportunity to make money, and right. I and I and it's I mean it feels fairly obvious that this is uh, nothing but that. But I think in in this theory is not brand new. I'm not the first one to suggest this. Nico mentioned it on the show. We've seen a couple of TikToks and Instagram accounts that have mentioned this as well. Uh, it seems like a way to sort of appease South America uh-huh. so that now the U.S. has had their World Cup. North America's had a World Cup. South America's had a World Cup. Europe just had another World Cup. Okay. Mm-hmm. Africa got in there because of Morocco. They're like, all right, I guess the only place left is... Saudi Arabian money, <laughs> Let's go, bro. It, it's it feels it's starting to feel. I mean, I'm sure it always was kind of like this, but I just all I picture is like the you know when um, the mama bird is trying to feed the little baby birds and the little baby birds oh, 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 they just yeah. want <laughs> you speak my language, Christian. <laughs> but it's just like this is all all the the the, the top FIFA all the confederations are like oh. Give us, give us a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Mama Infantino. Just put it right in my mouth, please. I need a little bit. Uh, and Can we isolate that? <laughs> yeah, that was say, that was some bad sound for you. Chris. Yeah. No, if just, I was Mace and or Cameron, <laughs> I right now would say pause. Bro, uh, no, bro. I mean, also, uh, what? It's they're adults. How was this? The whole show is a pause show. That show is ridiculous. I mean, I did when in my twenties. Yeah. I hit everybody with the pause. That was you. The culture. You were getting paused pause left and right. Day. Hey, bro, I, bro just, I had gay friends that were pausing people. <laughs> yeah, it was it. just a thing you it did. It was a thing you did. I, I, and I, I, but you know what we did is we grew out of it. <laughs> but no, Mace and Cameron did not. But this, I, 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 I don't Let know if I mentioned. There's a much, a much bigger worked, audience than I worked at Sean John, uh, Diddy's, uh, Diddy's clothing company, oh. right? <laughs> Nobody's ever heard this story before. But no, but we had a in, in the mailroom. Uh, there we had a pause wall. 
Like, no, we, I didn't work in the mailroom, but like in, yeah. in the mailroom, there, there was a pause. Well, so I had post it. Or did you? <laughs> oh, boy. Pause. Oh. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> did I create the pause? So anytime <laughs> anyone in the office said something pause worthy, it would be written on a post it. Pausable? Pausable, <laughs> right? And it would be put on this post it on, uh, on the wall all over the mailroom. So all over the mailroom, there's post it. And it, is, it became a pause museum, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and you would go and you'd be like, yo. They what? got stanchions. Yeah. <laughs> you would be like, what's one that you remember? Do you remember the, one? And the, so the one, the, I know, I know the biggest, one. the biggest ones, pause. Uh, <laughs> got, Put it on the wall. <laughs> got laminated. Uh, the best ones got laminated. And this is. Uh, I'm not gonna a, say his name. I'm not gonna say the guy who said what it. What an actual horrific use. Misuse of. It was like an office. It, it was like an A and R for Bad Boy that that said this, uh -huh. but it was laminated. Had his photo, and it was a, a printed uh, uh, picture. And it said, uh, it, this was, uh, it was winter, it was a snowstorm, and my man, he walked into the, he walked in to the mailroom and said, damn, it's looking like we're getting 12 inches tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody lost their look, minds. Look, uh, you could have a nun in there. <laughs> And she would laugh. And they laminated yeah, it. Yeah, you got like, laminated bro, you get an award. It's a trophy. We are present. We might bronze this. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. need to do an award bro. ceremony. Yes. To, you know, to get like the Vanguard Award uh -huh. like MTV gives away, bro. I'll give you my biggest pause. Uh, I was hanging out at a pizza shop where people who still use pause. Yeah, out. yeah. Uh, and somebody was like, yo, I'm, I'm Muslim and I want to eat. Some of the, the 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 pizzas you have, but I don't. I can't eat pork because of this. Uh, yeah. The pepperoni and the sausage is also pork. So I brought chicken sausage for you to try. Very popular in the black community in the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Chicken sausage. So he they said, all right, we'll make a pie. And he goes, yo, do you? And he knew I hung out there. He's like, yo, you want to try it? I grabbed a slice. I ate it. I was like, yo, I'm out. By the way, sir, thank you for letting me try your sausage. <laughs> and the way enough, people right? in the back, the back, the kitchen, people in the front, dudes waiting outside behind the window, on the window for slices, people at the bus, pause, 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 pause. pause. I the got man was throwing up the pizza yeah. and just let it drop. He, <laughs> he literally paused. He yeah. literally paused. I got hit with pause like this. Yeah, bitch is just violently uh, yelling pause at you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, As I walk down the street. Dude, uh, classic. Uh, but we got over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We move on. Okay. <laughs> bro, that was the longest tangent we've ever done. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, but no, this, uh, look, what what is, so, okay, this is now the conspiracy theory time. You mentioned Saudi Arabia, but this is the, uh, this is why people think that the World Cup is going to be hosted in six different countries. Are we on the Polanco Rogan experience right <laughs> now? <laughs> okay. Let me tell you why this vaccine is a problem. <laughs> I don't need it. I'm a superhuman. Maybe okay. you do. Buy ivermectin like a real man. Yeah. Uh, or horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the the uh, suggestion and, and and shout out to um, uh, the homie Danny uh, Danny, Danny Navarro Danny Navarro on tra at Travel Football Fan because he had mentioned this uh, uh, as well. But he did a great video on TikTok yeah, he does, about he does a great job look, with his videos. Look up the FIFA math and uh, when it comes to getting information on how to travel to World Cups, uh, uh, Danny's great with that stuff and he's great on TikTok. So uh, at Travel Football Fan, but he mentioned the. Uh, the, the Saudi Arabia element, but basically by having it in six countries, you have it um, uh, in Morocco, 
Morocco, Af- uh, the Africa. Yeah, so, just mention this. You cover everything but but Asia and Oceania. Right. So then there's not many countries left that could even host a 48 team World Cup. Uh, you know, New Zealand that wouldn't be right. realistic. Uh, it's a country too small. Um, but the uh, so yeah. So the idea is. Well, uh, who's who's left, right? right? And it's like, yo, Saudi Arabia made a bid, and they announced it at the same day that the that Saudi Arabia is trying to get the twenty thirty four World Cup. So as soon as they announced this, Saudi Arabia's like, hey, also, yeah, we kind of we're kind of interested. Yeah, All yeah, of a sudden, yeah. we're I don't interested. Know if you heard about the twenty thirty four World Cup? Big on soccer, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So and and the reason they we're uh, willing to change it to soccer Arabia. <laughs> so the 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 rule is that they uh, 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 confederations or continents can't host. World Cups either two times in a row or three times in a row or something yeah. like that. Like they have to, there has to be gaps between how many times they can host. So they're like, oh, our hands are tied. There's nobody what left. Be Saudi Arabia. Uh, and then that obviously brings up uh, another. You host. want to know my other conspiracy theory? Okay. I want to know. Neymar. Who's he played for before? Al Halal. PSG. And it's owned by who? The Saudis. No. The who? Qataris. The Qataris. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And $222 million. Well, That money came from the owners. They gave it to Neymar to buy himself out of his contract. Uh-huh. And the way they said, here's what the $222 million for, is so that you can represent the country as an ambassador for the World Cup. Right? Qatar gets the World Cup. Now he gets sold to where? I don't know. Where would he get sold? He just got sold to Al-Halal. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Which yeah. is owned by the... Saudis. Saudis, yes. And who is trying to get the World Cup? The Saudis. Ah. So, so you think Neymar is just like a money laundering tool to yes. decide who gets the World <laughs> Cup? That's what I'm trying to get That's to. a crazy take. I haven't heard that <laughs> this, one before. This is my take is that Neymar, or maybe not, I wouldn't say money laundering, but Neymar is the tool mm. by which you use to fish for FIFA executives. Interesting. Uh, that is the bait at the end of the line. Got it. I mean, I've never heard that one before. That would no, be interesting. I mean, it's another on brand ridiculous thing Alexa <laughs> said. <laughs> so he got it. Uh, <laughs> um, the I mean, my my first thought, uh, and I had tweeted this. I was just like, well, uh, FIFA is trying to recoup some of the EA money that they lost, I mean, like they, they just they are, are going to do more ridiculous things to try they to have bring their own in. game coming out they do which i i mean you know that's gonna be trash do we know we <laughs> can terrible. we trust who's gonna be creating this game <laughs> oh, i mean konami I, konami made uh you know pez, uh, pez is done pez which is now e- e-football e-football which like, terrible name and no, i i get people are frustrated with uh ea or eafc or uh, you know like but i mean it's the best I don't. I play all the games. It's a simulator it's, now. It's the best game. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying game. it's perfect, but it's the best game of of soccer that we video game of soccer that we've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, like, I yes, is it? It's like anything. It's just they 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 build the game and and they have to like work on it year year in year out. But bro, until somebody like Pez was actually really competitive Pez for a long was time. The first place I, I played winning eleven, bro. Before it was Pez. I don't know what you're talking. about. Winning eleven <laughs> I'm soccer. So young. We have gotten so far away from the World Cup. Yeah, conversation. I'm just saying, but it all connects. I'm just because it, it brings in money for Are FIFA. Starts at the top. It starts at the top. <laughs> this is the conspiracy theory Yo. segment of today's cool. So it's episode. it's just it's a frustrating um, uh, scenario. I mean, for remember when we hosted the ICC tournament in Charlotte? 
And they were like, oh, by the way, we have the video game station. You could play soccer. Mm-hmm. And we're like, yo, you got FIFA? <laughs> and they go, no, ICC tournament is in PES. So we have Pro Evolution Soccer. And I was like, well, nobody wants to play the <laughs> You got to be a, yeah. a, a diehard, like, kind of nerd. You got to be a diehard yeah. preseason tournament fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love, I love when the starters play 45. <laughs> and we get to see the kids in a highly overpriced atmosphere <laughs> in the Midwest. Bro, Lionel Blessy, that's my yeah, favorite player. Know, right? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, dude. And so, uh, look, I, I don't. You know my favorite? player is uh you know uh brazilian forward number nine number nine you already know what i'm talking about bro. with a very yeah. unambiguous face uh-huh. yeah yeah dude. yeah french winger dude. are you kidding me bro uh so My favorite player bro he's kieran trippier's son <laughs> so the look uh, so even just forget 2034 but even just 2030 uh just getting this news uh, is it's kind of wild. It's kind of frustrating, given that we don't even have a location for the Women's World Cup in 2027. So what? How are they working on this and not and don't have a a, a location for the 2027 Women's World Cup? That's crazy. And the next one after the what 20 2036 Saudi Arabia. We're pretty sure of that. 34, 34 Saudi Arabia, 38. Where are you gonna do it? You did it all the time. The moon, the moon, dude. Which means Neymar's gonna stop for the aliens, bro. Bro. Okay, okay. I think we're overusing this button. It I don't might, know what you're talking it about. Might be a problem now, bro. Uh, Neymar's gonna sign for. That's why we found out about the aliens, bro. <laughs> He's gonna sign with the Martians, the monsters. <laughs> Oh, dog. We figured it all out. That's why you come here. That's why, bro. Why are you listening? Why are you listening to the Pez of the podcast, bro? This is where it's at. Where Dusty has Pez. Get all bro. your information. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, the, our conversation with Ali Well, no, Curtis. before we do that, why don't we chill a little we bit? Thought we got to chill because it's getting it just, We're getting crazy. We overused the, <laughs> the button. And it, now it re- we need to chill. It required us to move on to the ad read. That's how much you use the button. I don't know what you <laughs> talking about every because I, I i simply want to talk about retiring and chilling in the fall <laughs> we love the fall just like everybody else does. everybody thinks when you think about the fall the first thing you think about is what are the cooligans drinking <laughs> uh, we know we do it with an ice cold course in fact in the, in the ali curtis interview you will see that we asked him about a rough situation in his career and what did you do after and i would have had a nice cold drink and what I would have done, because I would have wanted to relax. And this is what I do, bro. I kick my feet up. I chill. You know what I mean? And when I when I want to chill, what do I think about? I think about cracking open a nice, cold, crisp Coors Light. That's the move. Uh, obviously, because the, the mountains tell them. The mountains guide us, uh, give us the, uh, direction in life because they turn nice and blue when we know it's cold enough to drink. And this is what we should do for our guests. When we have guests come in the studio, we'll put little blue mounds on the porch just <laughs> yeah, so they know, hey. oh, these guys are chill. Okay. <laughs> you guys are ready to go. I can talk, I can talk to them now. Oh, all right? Cold, crisp, cold Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so Coors Light is the one we choose when we need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. All right. Uh, Ali Curtis, Senior Vice President of MLS Next Pro. We had a great conversation with with him uh, about the upcoming playoffs. So here it is. Here's our conversation with Ali Curtis. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I mean, illustrious guests. Look at this. And this is the 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 best uh, kind of scenario now that our studio is not is not too far from Major League Soccer's mm-hmm. o- offices. So right. this is uh, and they they have asked us to move. They have asked us. They, they said, said further is what we would prefer. You're sort of encroaching <laughs> yeah, 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 on yeah. our space. I don't know if you remember that restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, uh, Major League Soccer's offices are just a couple blocks from us. Yeah, so we said, send us your execs. Exactly. We want. We don't want to talk to junior vice presidents. <laughs> We want your senior <laughs> vice president. We want someone influential, someone who knows their way around a, a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> okay, uh, and this man is uh, uh, someone who's, especially in the, in the easily in the last uh, twenty years of Major League Soccer, has uh, been heavily involved in heavily just uh, involved. In, in the in the growth of the game and uh, from uh, from the player side and uh, uh, you know the the front office. And side. also, us being Caribbeans, this man was essential. In hiring someone that is big for our culture. That's right. We'll get to that. That's right. We will get there. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> who we're talking about is senior vice president. Have some respect. I hope you wore a suit to listen to this episode, <laughs> or else you will be sent home. It is time. Three piece. Three piece. I want to see a vest. <laughs> Men, women, children, everybody put on a goddamn suit. Ladies and gentlemen, the senior vice president of MLS Next Pro. Ali Curtis, everybody. Ali, what's up, man? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, this is a, a big time, I think, uh, for for Major League Soccer, for uh, for MLS Next Pro, uh, and for you being the senior vice president of MLS Next Pro. Uh, I think there's a lot, uh, given that it's a very new uh, entity. Uh, there's a lot going on, and, and it requires someone with uh, some vision, some direction. And they said, Ali's the they man. They couldn't find him. But then, <laughs> so, so they went through a whole bunch of people, but then and they, they said, were, who do we have left? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's like, willing to we'll say We'll take yes him. This. <laughs> well, he'll play for us. You know? <laughs> no, but it, it must be a, a, some point of pride to be involved in the next generation of, of professional uh, Major League Soccer players uh, you know, for, for you to, to help develop that. Yeah, you know, I uh, I grew up, you know, playing the game, loving the game. So being involved in the game is a special thing. And you know, you you got you know everybody. You do things that you're passionate about, and then you hope that at the end of the career you had an impact. You know, in all ways. You know, whether that's on the field, off the field, um, and we're passionate about different things and. You know, soccer and things off the field that I am as well. So it, it's great. I'm I'm glad I'm here. Okay. Now I, I gave you credit for something when we started. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. I'm I'm stand up comedian. I'm headlining in, in Long Island. I'm performing. I do one or two soccer jokes. Most people don't get 
So you can't get too specific. If I'm like, oh, how much TAM did you pay for these tickets? <laughs> They're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. So you got to be very general. got to be GAM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it had to be GAM. Throwing yeah. <laughs> 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 them off with the TAM. Very funny. I was too specific. I was, wait till we get to youth DPs. You yeah. guys are just not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, but so I make a couple soccer jokes. As I'm leaving, a woman grabbed a heavy Long Island accent, grabs my arm and says, you really a big soccer fan? And I said, yes, yes, I am. She goes, you may have you, maybe you've heard of my son. He works for the Red Bulls. And I said, oh, yeah, who's your son? She goes, Chris Ormis. So I was like, oh, my God, I have heard of him. Yeah, he's the head coach. I go, he's the first Puerto Rican head coach. It's huge. I'm Cuban. He's Dominican. Typically, you don't have a soccer podcast when you're Cuban and Dominican. I'm like, bro, that meant so much. She goes, he's also half Cuban. So you, <laughs> you, if I'm not mistaken, you hired him as a head coach, right? Gave him his first job as a head coach. In MLS. I hired him as an assistant coach when I was at Red Bull and then hired him as head coach when I was in Toronto. Chris is a great coach and a special human being. So I've got yeah. nothing but love for Chris. So I, 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 well, and his family. Wait, that's the wrong button. You hired the first Cuban. Yeah. It also <laughs> makes me wonder, why did he take the step down and go to Manchester United? Oh, <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's never linear, never north and south. So, you know, he had to take a little bit. You right, know, right, right. take a left. <laughs> we'll know. tell him we said he's got to be on the show. Exactly. Bro. Yeah. yeah. We'll make him some arroz con pollo. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I got, I'll pick up the phone hopefully i get a text from him and he's watching this so there you okay. go. Yeah. hopefully yeah. well i mean uh, uh given that uh, it's your, your time with uh with red bull uh being you were the uh, gm the, uh you also the first african-american gm for uh i think in major in major league soccer if i'm not mistaken yes. uh, huge trailblazing th uh, yeah that's another round of applause and you know what i'll give it to you <laughs> it's america you know what you burned it you were <laughs> uh but that uh, is <laughs> in, in a mean, top of your top of your cv now yeah. i got an eagle screech <laughs> on the cooligans oh, podcast you might have heard <laughs> in a in a country uh in the united states this is often uh in uh, a part of the discussion about how much um, uh, participation uh, there is at, at higher levels with African-American players, uh, especially when it comes to front office, you see less and less people uh, th that are African-American. What, um, I don't know, what, what is that moment, what did that moment mean to you then and now? It was um, amazing for me, you know, amazing for my family. I think it was, looking back, I think it was a real... Um, it's an amazing moment for the sport, you know, when you think about representation and access. Um, you know, I, when, I, when I was growing up, um, I would read books about Pele, and it was an amazing, it was amazing for me because I got to read about this guy who was the best player to ever play the sport, in my, in my opinion, and he looked like me. And so that was inspiring, and it want, made me want to play the game. And so, you know, when you think about moving things forward in whatever industry, you know, you've got to be able to see um, success and see, you know, who you want yeah. to be or, you know, what heights you can take it to. And, you know, when you think about, hey, I'd love to get that job or I'd love to get that opportunity and seeing someone that kind of looks like you or maybe they are from the same neighborhood or the same town or went to the same school or whatever it is, um, or, you know, it's, um, that's empowering and, and that's inspiring. So. I'm 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 happy to be part of that journey. Um, we still have a lot of work to do, um, but it's been that was an amazing moment. It was a great opportunity. Um, I loved it. it. Started off tough, but it was uh, nothing but good. And um, you know, again, you know, we started. I talked a little bit about passion about being involved in soccer. I love the game, all that type of stuff. Um, it's great to work in in the game. It is an honor and a privilege. 
Um, uh, I loved working at Red Bull. Um, we had some great teams. We had some unbelievable personalities. We talked a little bit about Chris, all that stuff. Um, but being black in this sport is, um, is special. It's, um, we still have a lot of work to do. Um, we've come a long way. Um, and, you know, I, I, you know, some of my work has been in front of the camera, especially when I was at Red Bull and all these other things. But then a lot of that work, it gets done behind the scenes um, and just trying to make progress. I mean, and it's not just, you know, it's not just black folks. It's, you know, we've, we've got a lot of different groups that deserve uh, representation and access. And it's important that we do everything we can to make it better for the next person. And, you know, I've got kids. And so all these things mean more to me now than they than they've ever have. So, um, yeah. And, you know, when I think about, you know, I, I joined the league, I think, in 2001. Um, and um, things have come a long way, you know, not just on the diversity, equity and inclusion front. But in, in I mean, you look at the stadiums, you look at the quality, you look at everything. So um, but we and so we, we all have to do our part. Yeah, I think that was important for me when I first saw like Guatemoc Blanco play. And now I'm not Mexican, but I am fat. So when I saw him <laughs> play, it just, it made me feel like I got Come a on, shot. Man. <laughs> I thought I Come got on. a shot. Uh, no. <laughs> he was, he, come on. No, he he's, a, a, he's, he's an exceptional guy. <laughs> he's a joke. You can't be doing my God. <laughs> like that. He's a, he's a joke. I would never say it to his face, by the way. Uh, but these are just jokes. But no, it, I think it is important. And that's why I think... The next step, Christian and I have voiced our frustration on this show many times. We've been here since 2015. We've seen a lot of players that potentially could be dual nationals uh, pick a different na a nation because they felt their representation wasn't there, whether it came from the national side. Or we've seen, we've met folks that are really good at the sport but think, ah, there's no future for me. I remember when I was young, everybody who played it was, it was like a very suburban. I grew up in an inner city where that stuff didn't happen. It was the Portuguese and Brazilian kids in the Ironbound section. They were the ones who were playing. The Jamaicans and the Trinidadians and the Grenadians were playing up by me, but there was no... There was no one that had to help bridge that gap to make me think like I would have a future in the sport. And you could see I wouldn't have had a future. But to at least <laughs> make me think yeah. I would have had. You are now working with the youth side a bit more in MLS Next Pro. There is a bit more a younger sort of group there. Are you seeing now that the ratios are starting to slide a bit more to a general view or a general ratio of what the, what the representative sort of nationalities are within the United States? You know, I, I think it's evolving, but we we still have a lot of work to do. You know, um, and uh, you know, uh, gosh, you know, captain of the national team, Tyler Adams. You know, mm -hmm. Red Bull player. I had him. Um, he was my first homegrown signing. Um, Shouts to Wapenjurus Falls. Bro. We, mm -hmm. you know, there's still, you know, when you think about socioeconomic class and where kids come from, um, you know, and you think about all the different teams, the top elite teams, and all these types of things. You think about who's playing it at the professional level, domestic players, those types of things versus what's happening in potentially some other countries. We, we've come a long way. Um, we still have work to do also as it pertains to, you know, um, you know, the game is not just about players. You know, it's also about coaches and it's about um, athletic trainers and the grounds crew and all these types of things. They, they kind of contribute to the game and the ecosystem. And we still have work to do. Um, Should we become you know, coaches, dude? I, I think that's yeah, what Ollie's so. saying. Ollie's <laughs> like, well, so, we, we yeah. need you as an athletic yeah. trainer. Alexis. <laughs> but I it's changing. Wear, yeah, yeah, I'll wear a shirt that says don't. I think this is, you know, we, we, we probably need, you know, several hours to kind of uh, ask all the questions when it comes to uh, just 
pay to play and just development. And, and we, you know, we've had these conversations for years, but I, I think that in the minimal amount of time, because I want to talk about MLS Next Pro. It's huge. I, I do want to just simply ask, like, as far as one of the main things on top of mind for you of like, this is, uh, you know, when I'm done with this job, this is the thing I want to accomplish. What is that uh, for you when it comes to uh, development of soccer in this country? There, there's not one thing, but what I would say is that, you know, we've been trying to kind of develop MLS Next Pro kind of underneath these four kind of core principles or core pillars. Um, and, you know, part some of those pillars are diversity, equity, inclusion. Some of them are innovation. Innovation, we've been able to um, implement some new on-field rules, which have been amazing um, to help kind of evolve the game. You know, the game was, was created 100 years ago, rules 100 years ago. And so can we evolve it to, to the modern game? And as part of that, that innovation, um, we created a new playoff format, playoff structure. We're kind of in the middle of it right now. Um, it's gone well um, thus far, and we're really happy and we're excited about what's happening. Um, and, you know, the more we can add to what we're doing, the more it's going to help the game, grow the game, um, help players, give them opportunities, competitive opportunities. So, um, you know, I'd love to have, a, you know, again, it's it's not one thing, but you you want to have impact, you know. Right, yeah. right. I, we we've seen a clip of sort of the, the coaches getting to pick their opponents. Yeah, for the, the this playoff format is yeah. why one of. But the I want to ask coach before we get to that, where did that come from? Was that like a conference room meeting where people are pitching ideas, or we like 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 I said, we said hey, um, innovation is a big part of what we want what we want to do, and so last year. Um, we formed uh, this on-field innovation committee. Um, it has about 11 representatives this from the teams. This is where we need to join. Okay, this okay. is where, okay. We, yeah. Okay, I think we need 13 <laughs> representatives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or we could share a seat. Or <laughs> maybe an advisory members. And we said, and, and also like around the league, we said, hey, we're open for business. If, if you have an idea, and we all are fans of not just soccer, but also other sports. Mm -hmm. And you, you watch things, you follow things, especially as fans. And you say, why does that happen? And um, why can't we do this a, a different way? And it's just so hard to change things. Um, Give us one know. idea that everyone was like, absolutely not. Just <laughs> one idea where as soon as it was said, everyone's like, you're not allowed to speak for right, 20 right. That, That's every idea. <laughs> it, it really is. Right. It's like the, these are the hard. I, when I, I, I know how to go into a room. I know how to go into a meeting room, manage it, all these types of things. The most difficult conversations that I've had have been around new rules, like evolving, ch changing the game in any way. Because people don't yeah. want to do it. They Tradition. hate it. So they, just, they hate it. And so it's, you know, it is a real process. And so the play, new playoff format, that was part of the conversation. You know, hey, these are some of the areas that we want to improve in. And then, you know, this is something that's been talked about for a long time, or we, we've internally a little bit. But then one of our clubs, one of the CSOs at one of the clubs says, hey, um, why don't we do this playoff format? And we so we worked with him and the committee to evolve the concept or the idea to make it a real initiative. And poof, yeah, you know, well, we I got mean, it. One, yeah, and and it's provided some incredible moments, right? Already in just the also the cast of characters. <laughs> which, which These are Benny, former pros. Benny so Haber, who we've had on the show, great dude. Uh, and and he he went viral for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> he did the you know he picked a a, a tougher opponent in uh when in in, in picking he in this did playoff the, uh, format around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> he so he picked Austin FC too and and said uh, and said uh, scared money don't make money 
And he, he, he left with nothing. Yeah, he had yeah, no yeah. money. <laughs> Turns out it was scared crypto. <laughs> <laughs> he lost the money. But this is great because if we, if we would have had a traditional playoff format, we wouldn't have had kind of these moments. And I think, you know, we were talking about that because it, it, it th- there's no way the, the team that gets picked can be flattered that you're getting picked, right? It's like, oh, you're picking me because you think you can beat me. Right. So it, that that we call it the animosity format. <laughs> <laughs> the angry. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Speaking of Bradley Wright Phillips, he was not happy about it. What do you just talk about? Did is this the result you wanted? This sort of, I don't know that this viral back and forth that I think is drawing a lot more attention to the MLS Next Pro playoffs. Yeah, a couple things. I think it does give. Um, a lot of storylines, you know, and a lot of headlines and a lot of motivation, you know, for teams and, and coaches to to go out and prove things, you know, a different way, um, which is great. But I also think that when you think about the, the format, it also gives a little bit of a greater relevance to the regular season. So when you think about, hey, not only am I, you know, for the top, top seeds, not only will I be able to get a home game, but also I get to pick who I'm going to to play against. So in that sense, it gives from a competitive perspective, it gives it, it adds a little bit more. It gives a little bit of a dimension to it. So um, thus far, it's gone really well. You know, people have been excited about it. We'll see. Hopefully, you know, I think half the picks have been non-traditional. Um, so, yeah, it's gone well. Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, I, I just want to play a, a couple seconds of this. This is Bradley Wright Phillips because um, <laughs> he's an assistant coach with uh, New York Red Bull, too. This is probably how he reacts to like losing at like Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> You can you see, know, you know, Brad is a good dude. Yeah, you know, yeah, no, he's, he's, a he's, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. But you know these athletes, you are one of them. You lose at anything. Darts, you guys act like it's the end of the world. But and the, I, this, I love this. And the competitiveness even happens in this moment as well. This is great to see. You, it only is like five, six seconds. We play already three times against Red Bull. We beat them. We want to play against the reigning champions. I'm a little disappointed we weren't selected, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's one part where they're like, "How do you feel about not being selected?" He's, like, "I'm a text you. I can't say it on here." He's telling Jaleel, like, like, "I can't talk Jaleel, about it. We're gonna take this to the group chat." <laughs> I'm so angry. Yeah. I'm going to. He was so mad at just not being picked. What well, in this scenario, not being picked is actually you're kind of flattering. You're the most respected team by not being. You're the picked. most feared. No. I mean, I could say a lot, but maybe you should call. No, I, I say, <laughs> you, I'm gonna get in this you, room. There's a lot. There's a lot. You know, you he he did say. I mean, listen, I I I thought these. Um, it's interesting. Listen, like I said, you know, what's said in in those moments um, can provide some motivation, and it provides a little bit of something else. You know, so um, we like that. You know, and. You know, we'll see how the matchups uh, play out. And to be honest with you, you know, I, I liked how Crown played all all regular season. They deserve to have that opportunity to pick. Um, but I like the way Red Bull's playing as well. I mean, they are a fierce uh, team. I, I watched them in the last game. Ibrahim, um, head coach, you know, Bradley, um, assistant coach, really great. Two diverse coaches, both played for the club. You know, that's amazing, you know, to see those types of things, I think, shows leadership. It shows the evolution of um, that club, the evolution of the sport, um, the game, the league, the enterprise, all that stuff. It's all good. What is what is the goal of MLS Next Pro? Because what like what is it that you hope to grow? Is it really just that step before full, full pro top flight football? Is it 
a chance for youth players to get a, a dip their toe in professional atmosphere? Or is it really just to finish off and round off the development? What is the actual goal? A L- lot of goals. At the end of the day, you know, you know, for me as a fan, I want more better players. You know, so, um, uh, you know, what that means, um, you know, that, that means a lot of things. So, you know, how can we expand into new markets that otherwise aren't kind of call it aren't MLS markets? You know, you, you see the Nashville team. It, they, they, they've moved their, their team into Huntsville, Alabama. You know, we're going to have a new team where Eddie Pope is going to be the CSO um, in, in, in High Point, North Carolina. High Point, North Carolina is not um, an area that we would be able to touch from, a professional, from, from an MLS enterprise perspective. So being able to grow the game is huge. More players, more staff, the building infrastructure, stadium, that type of, all that stuff is great. And so 10, 15 years from now, you're going to look back and it's going to have impact, you know, from a fan perspective, on-field perspective, all those types of things. The rules, when I talk about innovation, implementing new rules that can help evolve the game, you'll see them in MLS. I think with this off-field treatment rule, with this time substitution rule, so on and so forth, you'll see it in the World Cup at some point. You are already seeing it in the Premier League. Um, they've adopted the, you know, a version of the off-field treatment rule. Yeah. When we talk about DE&I and what that means in representation and access to our game and our sport, um, you'll see that so that hopefully 5, 10, 15, from now, we're going we're gonna to look at something that looks a little bit different. What is um, DEN for the fans who don't diversity, we know? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. It really, when I you know, I mentioned something, you know, during the core months of the pandemic, we would have all these different Zooms. And I was like the only, you look at the tiles, and there's like 100 people on the tiles, but you're like, you're one of 100. And that's not right. And so. It's Matt White. What you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it. I can say it. You can't. <laughs> you can't, but we can I just, say it. I, I, I just, he just didn't see many people who <laughs> mirrored yeah, yeah, why yeah, he, yeah. you know. That's why we look. started this podcast. <laughs> we are evolving the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. That's we are, we, we are pushing forward. Yeah, the, the, you know. So, yeah. so, my, so yeah. my last question yep. it, uh, when it comes to uh, MLS Next has existed since uh, 2022. Or t- 20, when, yeah, what, yeah. Last year was the first season. Last this year, okay, is the second it. season. So, what. Um, what problems did MLS Next, their existence, fix? Like, oh, what, what are we sort of... Yeah, I think you answered a couple of them already. But in your mind, just because we're always talking about, uh, you know, we, we I think Americans tend to have this uh, envy of, like, you know, how, how can Manchester United, Chelsea, all these clubs build just constantly getting new players, incredible players, uh, and it, there seems to be a system in place... Sorry about that. Wow. Uh, a system in place. Popular. <laughs> <laughs> Getting text from Claire Fontaine. <laughs> Bradley. Ask the question. Bradley, Bradley. right there. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the question. Yo, like, how you really? He's going to get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, spelled, he, he spit a couple lyrics. And then it's like, anyway, but um, what is the, uh, we, we tend to have a lot of envy, but it's like. The, how do we beat the rest of the world? Yeah. yeah. How do we get there? Man, we, 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 we got, that, that's a, that is a complex question that, deserves a ton of conversation. Um, so I guess you got to come so, back. <laughs> yeah, I would love to come back. And, and, you know, what I would say is with MLS Next Pro, we're, we're just getting started, you know, and we're trying to address some key issues um, but and doing everything we can to, you know, to throw paint at the wall to make sure that we can evolve the game. You know, I talk about, you know, we talk about key issues. How can we be the best? The best is not just, you know, uh, win in the game on Saturday or whatever it is. But, you know, when I talk about innovation, making sure that these rules are fit the modern game for who we are, because 
different fans watch the game than they did 100 years ago in the same yeah. way. Different players play it. Different coaches coach it. The tactics are different. Everything about it, the stadiums are different. So how can we move this in a way that makes sense from a representation and access, innovation? You know, how can we engage other communities and all those types of things? You know, how can we develop players, more better players, um, you know, from the academy and MLS Next through MLS Next Pro into the first team? We've signed over, you know, I think through MLS Next Pro to date, we've signed over 60 players to first team contracts and those types. That's over 100, you know, 100 to 150 players have been called up, you know, just on short term agreements playing in Champions League, Open Cup, all those types of things. So um, that is a really dimensional and complex um, question that requires what I would say um, solutions. Um, you know, you talked about a little bit about of where you grew up and things like that earlier on in the conversation. Um, I'm a big believer that, you know, not only do we need to expand the player pool from a youth perspective and those types of things, but also where are those players coming from, yeah. you know? Um, and when we think about um, socioeconomic class, access to the sport, you know, ha needing someone that looks like me playing that game so that I can aspire to be that, to be in that sport and those types of things. You know, I'm passionate about that as well. So we have our work cut out for us, but we have the opportunity. This country's big. We've got the resources. We've got the diversity. Um, we've got the league, the leagues. Um, so it's um, we got a lot of green space, and we have the World Cup coming here in 2026. 20, yeah. So, so we're the, you know, the, we got to go. The world on us. Yeah. I do have. I know, I know you have to run, but I have. I have two questions for you. Well, uh, one question and a pitch. I got an idea. <laughs> oh boy! Okay. Whenever okay. Alexis Ali, whenever Alexis <laughs> says he's got a pitch for you, close your ears. It's a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous <laughs> predicament. Do this, cup him because you want to take all of this in. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a goal celebration. Yeah. You know? I'm loud enough. I'll get it through. Um, so I'll give you the pitch first, and then I'll ask you the question, which doesn't have anything to do with MLS Next Pro, but it does have a, uh, something to do with your career. Uh, Here's my pitch. What if MLS just said, you know what, all domestic players, American and Canadian, uh, only account for half of the budget, half of their pay goes toward, goes against the budget. Don't you think we'd develop more domestic players because you're allowed so to have more of them? Salary cap. Give us more space in the salary cap. Okay, so let me let me understand this correctly. So domestic players, U.S. and Canadian, they're regardless of how much you pay them, um, only half of it counts against your cap, and then the rest of of. The other than DPs, which is whatever that percentage is, and then and then the rest else. of the cap goes towards international players. Yeah, and that would what I would say you would be able to stack your team with more American and Canadian players. So it, the, <laughs> the frustration. No, I told, no, I told no, you, you no, have to close your ears when it gives no, you these ideas. Like it's not that dumb <laughs> because if it was like that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, what what I what I what I think is that like. Listen, at the end of the day, I think we all want more better players, right? Mm -hmm. So that we can have success at the highest levels. And from my perspective, that is not, there's no single solution that's going to just, you know, allow us to achieve that. You know, it's kind of like, you know, there's like, there's, there's probably three to five key areas where you need to make, you know, where you need to make progress or evolve things. And then there's all these different objectives and different thresholds or milestones or things like that that we need to improve so it's just a, there's a lot of things that we can kind of um get to work on so to speak and so that hopefully we're not having the same conversation 10 years from now you well, gotta run for office well yeah, good. <laughs> i mean well, he gave this, us the dick I, I have, <laughs> i've had this conversation with Alexis several times and it's like it won't work because it you're you're sort of uh um 
Well, they, they won't. There wouldn't be enough American players that are good enough to earn those contracts. But the then players, you would be inspired to develop them because it but only then counts for the half. players who get signed, they're going to get signed only for to to so they can meet the to balance the books. They're hey, not going to get people making money. They're not right going to get any minutes. Wow, Christian pocket watcher. We don't do that on the show. <laughs> they have to earn their spot just think, like everybody else. He said it was a good idea. Uh, that's what I remember. That's how I remember. And here's my last question. I'm just uh, observing. Here's my last question. Popcorn. If I remember. <laughs> your career correctly, you were a part of the now infamous town hall at New York Red Bull, correct? Okay, look at this smile. That's yeah, I'm just going to look at the score. No, we got <laughs> yeah. to do this because, you know, you've broken our hearts as NYCFC yes. fans several times. So, uh, seven Red nil in particular. <laughs> okay, the, Red, the Red Bull. I was there. Whistle. Him and I whistled the whistle. <laughs> we didn't leave. But here's the real question I have. I'm not going to ask you about, you know, the, the back and forth, the no. fan base, because you can yeah. understand a fan base would be upset. No disrespect to Rebel fans in that no, case. No question. Here's my real question. Why you got to make Louis Robles sit through that? <laughs> 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 Why you gotta make him sit through that, bro? You know, in hindsight, <laughs> what had happened was, you know, that poor uh, man. Luis now works at MLS, so yeah, right, right. you know, you know, we had. Um, I, I think that was man. That was a moment, you know. And like to be honest with you, like as I think about it, like a lot of things went wrong, you know. Um, but you know, we were in a we were in a t time where it, like. Hey, let's just try to, you know, we want to win. Let's try to do yeah, everything we can to Props to you to say, let's and get then, in the room with the fans. And, see and then and then the the, the only positive thing, I, you know, is like fans are passionate. They yes. love their club and they're willing to come out for their club. That place was packed. Yeah. yeah. You know, trust me, I know. I was there. You, here's, here's my real question. What happened as soon as it was over? As soon as it was over, what did you do? I went up to my office and I typed out Tyler Adams's contract. <laughs> Seriously? So That's two so cool. things I said. What happened was right after that that ended. I there was two things. So the first thing is I I, I left and then there was a brief meeting I think with some uh, with maybe three or four people from supporter groups and then I was so like you know range of emotions. I said all those things you got to keep your legs moving and I said I need to do something positive. And so I went into my office and I start and I typed out two contracts, one for Matthew Olasunde and one for Tyler Adams. Matthew ended up signing with Manchester United and then Tyler Adams, you know, the rest is history. Yes, but course. that's there was that's what I did that night. And then I got home late and that's that's what I did. Amazing. Wow. Okay, well, something productive. Very productive <laughs> came from me. That's so dope. That's really cool because I'm thinking scotch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, like I said, you had to keep it. I mean, after I was done with the contract. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Ali uh, Curtis, man, this has been uh, an incredible experience. Uh, everybody, um, uh, the MLS Next Pro playoffs are happening. Uh, the second round happens this weekend. Uh, so it kicks off on Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, which you, you can watch on uh, MLS Season Pass on Apple TV. So uh, go check that out. This man is building something uh, special. So uh, oh, This was an honor. Yeah, no, I appreciate, appreciate you guys. Ali, seriously, no, man, this is so cool. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate yeah. you guys. No, you doubt, know, man. no Ali, doubt. Ali Curtis, everybody. Thanks, wow. guys. Shout out to Ali Curtis coming through. Uh, I, what a great interview. It's very rare that we get someone that important. Yeah, yeah. yeah the important people usually tend to avoid. <laughs> They're like, I mean, you know what? <laughs> let the riffraff do their show. <laughs> uh, uh, but that was really, really cool. So hopefully we, we get uh, more of that in the future. Absolutely. You know, I hope we, we earned 
Uh, MLS next uh, credibility and absolutely just, and people want to come through. Uh, but shout out to Ali Curtis for coming through. In fact, who's MLS next to do our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, next <laughs> we need up, a rim shot. <laughs> next up, uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, a couple things real quick. Uh, Kieran Trippier uh, obviously played uh, Newcastle right back. Champions League Champions. back 20 years. St. James Park looked buzzing. Newcastle, uh, I mean, Newcastle fans were hype, uh, even uh, f- fighting with some PSG fans in the street. Did you see that? A lot, yeah, a lot, a lot going going bit. Okay. A lot of blood beer getting thrown. All right, yeah. So everybody keep it chill when you're out in Paris, bro. <laughs> yeah. Don't be wasting that course light on the streets <laughs> of Paris, bro. Can't Maybe have it. Maybe your hat wouldn't have got flipped off if it was just the head of a little blue mountain. <laughs> so anyway. Actually, those guys were chill as hell. But, uh, and Newcastle fans, watch out when you go to Paris. We found out those ultras are very, very well. <laughs> yeah, Remember cute. when the SWAT team showed up and I looked at Chris yeah, I'm like, yeah. why are we on the side of the shield? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, I think and Chris is like, what do you mean? I'm like, I literally picked up Christian and started walking. I'm like, we need to be behind the shields. Like, we need to be have, we need to be see the back of the SWAT team, not the front. The front seems like the part you point at yeah, the baddies. Uh, we were just like, uh, officer, je ne suis ultra. Je ne suis, hey, a cool again. It's spelled with a C. I don't know if that's French. So uh, Newcastle absolutely demolished PSG uh, in Champions League. I didn't. I didn't see that coming. That was quite a surprise. Um, P- you saw Mbappe's face. He didn't see it coming either, bro. He bro. was like, "What the hell? Like, like, why can't I get by anybody?" <laughs> he was like, "Bro, uh, how come y'all aren't named Real Madrid?" What was the um the 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 Video that went viral of was it was it about Newcastle where Griezmann was uh, playing football manager and he had like he I wow. think he had Newcastle as his team. I'm not familiar with this video. I, I gotta it, be they honest. were they were on a flight. I, it might have been Newcastle. I could be wrong, but it was basically uh, Antoine Griezmann on. Uh, they are obviously uh, French teammates and they're they're going to a game. And he's like, oh, I'm playing football manager, and you're you're on my team. He's telling Kylian Mbappe, and he's like, oh, what team? And he's like, oh, Newcastle. And he's like, what's he's like, what's Newcastle? He like didn't yeah. even know what what. Well, it now was. he knows. And now that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 he yeah. is quite familiar yeah. uh, with those magpies. He's like, he's yo, still- this, this Dan Byrne guy is so fast, bro. <laughs> bro what is going on? It's so on? funny, man. Imagine getting if you're Kylian Mbappe and you're watching your team get scored on by Dan Byrne and Sean Longstaff. Yeah. It, Longstaff and Burn. It sounds. It sounds like a law firm in the, in the, in the Midwest. Yeah, it's a Lord or, of the Rings character. Yeah, yeah, or it sounds like the the only fans of a Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Burn and Longstaff. Oh shit! I'm on board. Damn. Um, Hi, bro. But one of the the fun things out of this moment, outside, <laughs> not not for PSG, was uh, Kieran uh, Kieran Trippier's son. Mm-hmm. I always want to say Trippier, but it's it's Trippier. It's not Trippier. Um, but his son. You know what it reminds me? It reminds me how like Takashi used to rap. Trippy, uh, with the blicky, uh, oh, the sticky, uh. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, the um, but okay, so we got this is uh, on ESPN FC, but this was a comment from Kieran Trippier. He's he, he's talking about his son. He says, "My son wanted to walk out with Mbappe instead of me. It was Damn. something I wasn't really happy with. He, he he's always watching his clips on YouTube. I told him if you walk out with him, don't look at me in the tunnel." <laughs> <laughs> bad. Bro, you're about to two foot his son. <laughs> you know what you gotta do? You gotta you gotta leave this family, bro. You gotta you gotta you walk. Pick, pick a side <laughs> right now. No, if you're carrying dribble, you gotta leave. This kid gotta grow up alone, bro. Oh, really? Wow. No, that, yeah. Okay. Alexis, oh, bro. you prefer 
him over your dad? Wow. <laughs> Killian don't pay your bills, bro. For someone who had a dad who left, I'm surprised at this take, Alexis. And who turned out better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Find them. This is how you build stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you want to be a winner? You want to have a good personality? Because you got nothing else? <laughs> uh, so, uh, just... Uh, uh, I noticed I'm watching the, the Champions League on CBS. Paramount Plus downloaded. Thank you very much. Let's go. Yeah, daddy paid. Uh... I'm watching it, and Kieran Trippier walks by with his son, and they're interviewing Eddie Howe, and the son's got Mbappe's shirt on. Bro, this is... In front of the gaffer? (laughs) After the game... Boy, take that shirt off. (laughs) The kid is... uh, He got Mbappe's shirt. I'm sure he was quite happy about it, but it must be a, a difficult... Uh, situation to be in when your dad is your dad is a Premier League footballer, uh-huh. a champion. One he won uh, with Atletico, right? Yeah, my man has right. He has a resume. Who's your Who's your favorite like major comedian working right now? Alexis Guerrero. Thank you. <laughs> 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 you gotta give you another one. Who's my favorite? Like top, 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 like theater comic, theater comic right now. Someone you admire. Quickly, anybody really? Ah, uh, this is why I do this. Um, ask me what comics are not funny. No, Bert <laughs> no but Bert is fine. Or uh, Tom Segura, Latino. Uh, fine, yeah, sure. Tom okay, Segura. you open for Tom Segura, uh-huh. and Mateo looks at you in the face. <laughs> it says, "Hey, when we're taking family photos, you mind if I jump in?" <laughs> The old Tommy Segura. Can I be a Tommy? Like, can I be a Segura for the day? Just seguro. Can, are you sure? Can I instead of our family photo? How would you take it? Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's uh, my son is six months old. I mean, he's not he's not in a place where if, if what I, an early age to be betrayed as a father. Like if I if I pass him to a stranger, he immediately starts crying. So yeah, he's yeah. not really ready to be around anyone else yet. But I'm saying, what if you were slighted this way? I'm trying to find I mean, a common ground. Yeah, here. yeah. I mean, I think. It's uh, I did think about it, and I'm like, oh, would I, I? I don't have such an ego that it would be that much of an issue. I mean, there's something to no. Like, okay, apparently I do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already mad for you in it's, this scenario. Look, I just created because there's nothing wrong with him admiring Mbappe. It's the fact that his father is playing against him in a the a first Champions League game in 20 years for Newcastle, and walking out with your kid. In uh, as a, as a mascot in a in, in a huge match is it's a that's it's gotta a, be a, a major moment for you. Uh, it's a meaning a meaningful moment for the father. Yeah, and then for the kid to be like, I want to hold your hand. Yeah, I want to yeah. hold my hero's hand. Yo, I know this is important for you, but <laughs> you know what would be cool for me <laughs> is if okay. I could hang out with your op <laughs> right now. Okay, because my hero is on YouTube. Dad, you ain't on YouTube. Yeah, yo, you do <laughs> nothing on YouTube, bro. <laughs> but this is just kids. I, I mean, what are you gonna do? At some point, they're gonna be like, yo. Dad, you cool, but I see you every day. I know. Yeah, also, like, what the kids ain't talking about you tracking back. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this kid's scoring goals, bro. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, look, and Kieran Trippier, obviously, a, a decorated footballer, incredibly skilled. I mean, one of the best free kick takers. Yeah. The kids English. Like, you, you play for Atletico, but they don't give me got an H in the word. <laughs> I can't mess with you, Dad. <laughs> so it's a, I'm sure it's a challenging thing uh, for him. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, even for the kid, I'm sure he wants to desperately meet Mbappe, and it, it, it yeah, could, it, it's know. his dream. It could be such a it's meaningful thing for him. But so who's who's like meaningful? It's it's cool that the dad is that Kieran Kieran is like this open and cool with it. Yeah, because I just have a feeling, if, bro. If he Kieran, was low key roasting his kid. He was yeah. like, oh, how you like it? I beat that <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, maybe I, that's why. Maybe Kieran's like, fellas, we need to put a whoop in. <laughs> 
I think this is a, I mean, I guess the compromise, if it was me and Mateo, I'd be like, uh, like, I'll get you his shirt, but you got to walk out with me. You can't, yeah. you ain't going to make me look bad in front also, of these other bro, people. family over everything. You got to be like, yo, yo, Killian, I love you, dog. Except for the next 90 minutes. That's <laughs> okay. Because you're my son's hero, and you, I'm going to make sure you fail You're going to get cooked badly like all the food here in Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you're so, going to get boiled with no seasoning, my G. <laughs> so a fun uh, little uh, back and forth. Do we know who he ended up walking out with? I didn't say. I didn't see. I don't know who, what ended up happening. I'm assuming he came out with his father, but, yeah, I, right. I, but, I but who so. knows? If Kieran Trippier was Latino, he would walk out with his son in one hand and Chancleta in the other. <laughs> Just like, in case. Wow. Uh-huh. You better smile, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I better see him teeth. So, or I'm going to be holding them teeth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, all right. We got violent Trippier. <laughs> I, mean, you know. I look Latino. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, yeah. So, shout out to them. That was a, a, a fun. Uh, Why should be wearing a belt just <laughs> on, on, on his sweatpants. <laughs> you don't even need one. Real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I, just, I just got an alert and I need your guys' instant oh, reaction. Here we go. One Hold of the on. nominees, thank you. One of the nominees for the Landon Donovan MLS MVP award is Lionel Messi. What this will be oh the honor of his God. career. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe he played two games in the MLS this season. <laughs> I cannot believe he was even nominated. Gee, can you? I mean, come on. It's I know, Lionel I, Messi. Who, who puts? Who creates the nominees? Is it? The, it's not the. It's not the journalist. It's just the league. I, I have a feeling Tim Cook is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I mean. I mean, I get it, but it's just undefeated when he's in the squad. League, <laughs> if, if it was the league's cup, cup MVP, MVP, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, good. I, I I don't mind that, but maybe league's cup is a part of that. No, there's no way it can be. It no. shouldn't be. It says MLS MVP. <laughs> no, so. no. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Man. That was crazy. I got that alert. I was like, I need to ask them. About this. <laughs> I wish we could ask Landon Donovan. <laughs> what do you think? Um, Would it be a stain to Landon Donovan's career that Messi <laughs> wins the Landon Donovan with MLS two matches. MVP award only playing two matches in Major Ooh. League Soccer? Bro, is he going to be like, nah, don't even take it. Also, I snatch can- it from him like <laughs> Kanye and Taylor Swift, bro. I'm going to let you finish. Uh, I can already hear our comment section going, hey, Messi doesn't need your tin pot, Lee. What kind of offense is tin pot anyway? We don't understand is your weird medieval like? disses, bro. Y'all need to, if you're going to cook somebody or roast somebody, you need to update them to the time when the internet existed. <laughs> Are you cooking in a tin pot? You need to stop that <laughs> yeah. right now. What you make, a Jiffy Pop? I don't even understand <laughs> what a tin pot is. And why be, is it bad, bro? They're going to be zinc all in your food, bro. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> somebody handed me a tin pot, I would even be that mad, bro. I'd be like, yo, thank you for the pot, I guess. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I'm not even gonna Google it, bro. Yeah. I don't I'm know not, what it is. I'm never gonna know. Bro, there's no photo of it where it's not black and white. <laughs> Why are you using this as an offensive thing? <laughs> anyway. You call my league Timpa all you want. You know what I'm gonna call your league? Pterodactyl. How about that? <laughs> uh, boom, roasted. Yeah, uh, you, you offended? All right, everybody. Uh, let's wrap up there. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Shout out to Ali Curtis uh, for coming through. He Seriously, killed it, bro. He killed it. Why am I it. clapping? I got a budget for that. <laughs>
and uh, yes, as always, make sure you follow us at Soccer Cooligans on our social channels. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, download the podcast. Listen to the podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. Download that joint. That's the number that helps us get paid. Tell you a friend uh, as well. Uh, DraftKings Network as well. Always check us yeah, out. Yeah, Roku. Roku. We Roku everywhere. TV. We're out there. We're on your Samsung, Samsung. smart TV. Mm-hmm. We're on your sandwiches. I don't know <laughs> we on your eyes, bro. <laughs> we, we on your eyes, bro. Don't forget. <laughs> don't forget. You better watch out, bro. You want to be respectful of the people on your eyes. <laughs> uh, so we'll see you on uh, Monday. Uh, as always, uh, y'all the absolute best. We'll see you in a couple days. Peace, everybody. Love you guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.